Toasties. This is your favorite paranormal podcast, Ghosted, Roasted, and Toasted. I'm Ash. I'm Elena. And I'm Annabelle. Where we explore, investigate, and discuss all of our ghosted adventures while sharing our specially designed cocktail for the night. Come laugh and drink along with us in our misadventures. And And feel feel free to roast us along the way. I'm Annabelle. I'm the one who got us into this shit. I'm Ash. I never wanted to do this shit in the first place. And I'm Elena. I love this shit. Just a quick disclaimer. We are a rated R podcast. If you're uncomfortable with cursing, sexual content, and a dark sense of humor, now is your time to back out. If you are cool with that, then let's jump into today's episode. So, okay, I want to fill you on the way that our podcast works. We wanted to be a little bit different than normal paranormal podcasts where we just read from a script, tell you about the history, and call it a day. And as you'll probably find with other paranormal podcasts, a lot of them don't actually believe in the paranormal, and that's what's a little bit different with us. I wouldn't exactly say that everything is concrete. However, we really want to investigate what really goes on in these haunted, historic buildings, these ghost tours, are you getting the best for your money, the bang for your buck, you know, so we, every year, we get together, and we go on a haunted annual girls trip. Wait, now, who's we? We would be Elena, who's mostly the most toasted of all of them. Amen. <laughs> Ash, who is, uh... The Likely one. the most the most to roast us. Yeah. The most to roast. The most to roast. I like that. <laughs> Good I want that then on a got, t-shirt. Then we have Annabelle, who is from the deep south of Louisiana, who just really believes in all the hoodoo, voodoo, Papa Joe magic of the world. And unfortunately, that is also my mother. I mean, what? unfortunately, <laughs> great mom. She said what she said. She did. I, I said what I said. I'm in therapy for it. <laughs> if Matt, if you're listening and you need more insight on me, this, this is, this is why I need your help. But really my mom is very intuitive. She picks up on things really that you just, I, honestly, you just really can't, um, you can't fathom. I don't really know why Ash is laughing so, <laughs> so fucking hard right she, now. Cause we adopted her in this family and she can't get out. Yeah, okay. I'm stuck. No, I'm laughing because my horrible laugh is on there. I just, you got to cut the laugh out. <laughs> yeah, so Annabelle is the one who got us all into this whole situation where we uh, we were really into the paranormal. And I have seen my mom's work in, in, in hand. And honestly, it's just, it's unfathomable how close she gets to what's true before facts have even come presented to us, you know? So when sometimes when things are undeniable, you get a little bit more curious. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and I, my mom has me questioning a lot of things. So she's the one who got us into the shit. I fell in love with the shit. Ashley wants out of the shit. <laughs> no, you're never going to go. I can't get out. I'm, I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm trapped and I can't get out. <laughs> we kidnapped her. <laughs> It's true. Help oh my me. gosh. So every year we take an annual girls trip. Our bucket list is really to kind of 
hit all the states of the United States plus all the countries after the United States and we go to the most haunted locations or we go to a city that we can honestly, let's be real, afford and we find... <laughs> can you say shoestring budget? <laughs> <laughs> and we find what's the most haunted place in that location and we stay in it and we try to figure out is this place really haunted or is it just theatrics? Right. So today... On this very day, this very special day, which is typically always around my birthday because I'm a spoiled little bitch, <laughs> uh, we chose Denver, Colorado. That's right. So, oh, also, if it's not very obvious, we are rated our podcast, and if you cannot handle cuss words, uh, inappropriate comments, or inappropriate stories, then go ahead. get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Ashley said. Yes, but we're not going to sensitize shit. If you're on a paranormal podcast, you're not the most holiest of whole, okay? So, how dare you? Okay. I am an angel, my friend. <laughs> Do you see the halo above my head? Can you scoot over for me, please? Because I am not being struck by lightning. <laughs> Lies. We chose Denver, Colorado this year. I don't know why. I never know why. This is wh This is why I don't know why. Ashley tells me where to go, when to be there, and what to bring. And I go there, bring what she tells me to bring, and I arrive when she tells me to arrive. And then like, I just follow the itinerary that I don't memorize. I have no idea what's going on. I, I will remember one key event from the itinerary that I'm most excited about in this situation is the Stanley Hotel. Yes. And that's all. I literally, I asked her two days ago. I said, Ashley, will you send me the itinerary again? I forgot what we're doing. And she said, bitch, you're just going to forget anyways. So no. <laughs> and I'm going to have to tell you again at each day. It's so true. It's, it's how we roll. You were so, like, I don't know where we go. And I'm like, I don't know how we choose this. Do you want me to tell you how? I'll tell you exactly how. <laughs> <laughs> I spend hours upon hours putting together multiple itineraries. So one of these days we're going to take that road trip that Ashley planned out for us. <laughs> it's still, the itinerary is still saved on my computer. So oh, is that the, the Grand Canyon itinerary? No, it's the five states in five yeah. days. Oh, that, that was going to be really good. She's really you were going to see moments. like the largest panties in the world, the biggest shit ball of yarn, right? Wasn't there some like weird <laughs> shit on there? Some weird yeah, shit on there too. Weird shit. I was like, fuck it, it's the Midwest. Well, right, and the only way she can get us to agree to travel is to throw some haunted shit in there. So then if she's like, hey, let's go to Denver, and we'll hit the Molly Brown house, we'll go to Stanley Hotel, we'll do this ghost, like ghost, ghost score, and we'll. No questions asked. We're fucking there. Right? Ashley doesn't care. She just wants to get on a plane and say she's not in Texas yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> get me out. <laughs> Sorry if you're a Texan. So true. Now, so, hey, now I love Texas, but I just didn't move to Idaho to be closer to Elena. We've been doing this for about six, seven years now, but this is our first podcast. So we're going to go with our first newest, freshest experience, which is Denver, Colorado. And so today... The first thing on our list was, one, to listen to my mom talk about boring-ass work shit on her laptop. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what? Times are hard. We Somebody's got to bring in the money. We bring in money. We bring we in money. We just make you pay for everything. Y'all don't live in my house. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know what? We're Luckily, person well, let's, put a, let's put a pin in that. I pay, I pay my bills. <laughs> let's put a pin in that for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So then we just kind of plan today what we're going to do, right? So what, the first thing on our list was to go to the Molly Brown house. And I'll be quite honest. Ashley, I haven't the tickets. I didn't even read the information on the website. I just bought the motherfucking tickets. I had no idea who Molly Brown was, but y'all. Me neither. So but excited about it. After. I'm sure there's a lot of feminist 
listening to right now, they're like, how the fuck do you not know who Molly Brown is? Right. And it wasn't until I got there that I saw the Titanic stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I saw the Titanic stuff that I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is my favorite character from the Titanic movie, which is the unsinkable Molly Brown. She is the one with, she's Kathy Bates. Right. She is, she is opinionated. She is stubborn. She is, she is honestly the woman that even in America today we wish that we could be. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. She had, for lack of a better term, she had balls, man. She had, yeah, she did. She had theoretical balls. You know, they say that, that women have balls and ours are bigger because they put them on Isn't, our chest. Oh, see, I was thinking of like... <laughs> yeah, mine are extra well, large. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways... So, so we started the Molly Brown tour, the Her House, right. um, which is a gorgeous house. I mean, we're talking about golden walls, yeah. golden crown molding. The woodwork, it's, y'all. The woodwork was, was just so intricate. It was yeah. beautiful. However, maybe it's due to COVID, but you have to, you can opt for $5 more to do an audio tour where you download SoundCloud yeah. and you put, you put he- headphones in your ears and you you click on like which room you want to go into and it gives you an audio recording of that room of the history behind it. And honestly, I found that very boring. I think it took about three rooms for us to just take the headphones out (sighs) and just look at the stuff. Right. Um, it wasn't until we got upstairs in the second room, there was actually someone up there that was willing to talk to us about, she was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, she wasn't fantastic, but she had a lot of information. I I really, she was so Oh no, she was great. Yeah. Am I that judgmental one in the group? You are my God. Actually, Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Ooh, I get both. to knock that Only dirt off my shoulders. Only we didn't know. No, I get to knock that dirt off my shoulders. Uh, no, no. That me forever. No, She's you don't. Worst both y'all motherfuckers. Uh, I some judgmental bitches. Okay. Okay. I guess I, just, I have high standards. For- well, I mean, to be fair, the money does go to their um, to yeah, the museum, rest- right? To the restoration and whatnot. You guys don't see this, but I'm getting a lot of scowls right now. Actually, no, no, no. I, I, I'm judging I'm a, hard. I'm on I'm board with you. I think that the... Uh, audio was lackluster, but, but even the tour guide, she just wasn't as enthusiastic. She had oh, a no, lot of information. Her. She was a lot more okay. Let's backtrack a little bit. So you you put the he- the headphones in, it, it, you click on which room you're in, and it gives you an audio 360 tour yeah. of the room. Um, and unless you're very good at I, what's the word I'm looking for, like just being able to look at something and know that's what someone's talking about, yeah. it'd be really hard to keep with information. Like, granted, we're very uh, detail oriented, so right. like, okay, I know this picture is a Japanese painting they're talking about, but if you don't know anything about Japanese culture, or you're not very like, you're not a very custom to Japanese artwork, you probably wouldn't know yeah. that's the painting exactly they're talking to, right? Um, it also was very almost too kid friendly, yeah. where it talked about like, oh. This, you know, Molly Brown was really big into women rights. Women's uh, suffrage, yeah. Right, women's mm-hmm. suffrage, and, and, and she had big political views. What are your strong political views? Yeah, it was a cheesy. We kind of, obviously, went for the ghost experience, and there's no ghost experience in the audio tour. So Which they don't advertise that. Let's let's make that clear. Right, they it's don't not really advertise a haunted that. house. We just all, from our experiences, we tend to, um, let's just face it, we're all history nerds. 
Right. The three of us are. Yeah. Right. And that is a large part of why we do what we do. We love the history that's related to the stories of the house and who lived there and when it was built and the architecture. It just got very, like it got very confusing, right? Because you'll find that tour that Molly didn't just have one name; she had three. That right? was a little confusing. It took us, it took us halfway through the tour to figure out that Margaret Brown was also Molly Brown, which was also Maggie Brown, right? And uh, and that that left a lot of confusion because I was under the impression that JJ, her husband, was remarried. Because she talked about how it was inappropriate for a man to be a single father. And I assumed that meant that Molly died and he married a Margaret. Yeah. It wasn't until I Googled it that I realized that Margaret was Molly who was Maggie. Right. But it was a beautiful... Oh my God. If you, if you get the chance, Definitely. go see this house. Yeah. Especially for the architecture. Gorgeous. You just... It may... You know, people think they like modern until you see houses re-innovated like this. Can I just say I would live in Helen's room? The daughter... I felt so connected to that room. That's the so it's there's comfort, two rooms. Comfort, right? Go, getting onto the spiritual level of it, there's two rooms that really hit me on the spiritual level. The dining room, I felt the excitement, the enthusiasm, mm. the the need for conversation yeah. to really talk about the important topics. Yeah. I felt that in the dining room, which is where also Molly had a lot of her socialite right. events. Right. That's how and you then do. can I and, interject there? Mm -hmm. On our tour, he brought that up, and he said that that's the one room that. Everybody talks about having the biggest feeling. Oh, in. see, we missed wow. that. So that we is, missed that. That's completely we organic there. because we were at the bar. Yeah, you guys weren't there oh, when he said that. that but awesome. he said that what happens is, is when we were in there, we saw the chairs were all pushed in. Right. Mm -hmm. He said people have said that they walked into the room, the chairs are all pushed in, they go into the, like the office, and then they walk back past it to go up the stairs, and all the chairs are moved out. Wow. It's almost like invitation, which is how I felt. So yeah. this sounds, I, I'm not as empathic as my mom is, or at least, but my mom is very, um, which I don't know how you do explain. I'm more psychic, I think. Right. But when I walked into that room, I got the sense that Molly really approved of us, and I'm... I'm I I just thought like I felt I just a spiritual felt, connection between you and her though I did feel that you I felt like she, connected to her yeah it, it's a very it was a very weird feeling but I felt like Molly was like you're someone I could get along with mm -hmm. and I'm I'm inviting you to my diner like no. to my dinner party to my to right. my event you know because I think that we're equally as opinionated and strong but also charismatic women and I felt very invited that us. Charismatic? What? What are you talking about? I'm super charismatic. I'm, I'm the epitome of perfection. I'm saying this sarcastically it's, because I agree with you 100%. Yes, thank you. I know. So <laughs> what I was going to say is that I feel like you related to Maggie or Molly or Margaret, however you want to say, um, because you guys both are educated. Mm -hmm. So she was educated kind of. And she fought for her education yes. because those opportunities were not given to her and, and she sees them. Not mm -hmm. only her education, her children's education, and then she took in her three nieces, nieces. and it made sure they were educated, sent them off to, you know, schools to get the best, best education she could, they could, sorry. And yeah, she so, spoke, was it four or five languages? Yeah. yeah. Which one of them, by the way, was French? Gaelic? Oh. No, it was Gaelic. I don't know. Oh. I stopped listening to the audio, but I was like, I was like <laughs> in terms of connection, I'm like, French? <laughs> well, of course, I picked up the Gaelic because my husband's from Ireland, so. Oh, so yeah, so no. So in the second room I felt really uh, attached to was Helen's room, and I think that's because there's a lot, I felt like there's a huge connection between her and my daughter Charlotte, which yes. I don't know how often we'll talk about Charlotte on here, but my, my Charlotte has the best personality she's very theatrical she's very like i don't know she's just she just is who she is you take her yes. or leave her and she doesn't really like she's not hurt if you don't if you don't take when her, i you know when I, mean? I so charlotte's my granddaughter when i describe charlotte to people who haven't met her yet 
and even people who have met her but not met her met her, you know, know her but don't know her. I say this about Charlotte. Charlotte wants to win you over. She wants to see you smile. However, <laughs> Charlotte, However. Charlotte will rule the world. Yes. And she will do it one of two ways. And it doesn't matter to through her. Laughter which or way. force. That's right. <laughs> we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. Right. And both are fine with her. That's why I fucking love that. That's why that's actually my kid. <laughs> that 100% we have different. Your, your daughter was meant to be Thea. The girly yes. girl. Yes. And I was actually, meant to get no. Charlotte. I mean, don't be wrong. There's a lot of qualities about Thea that would fit as my daughter really well, but I have to say that Faye, your youngest, and her you're right, you're right, you're ability right. to shift emotions immediately and through her facial expressions, that that right there is my child. <laughs> like, it's so true. Thea got my spirit, but Faye got my facial expressions. Yeah, resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. have a resting bitch face. Uh, 100%. I look do. You know what? Hold on. Pause. In this podcast, we should make it, since we're toasted, we should make it a freaking <laughs> drinking game on how many times Ashley says 100%. <laughs> oh, All right, guys, you heard that. So every time Ashley says uh, 100%, you guys need to take a drink. And since we're supposed to be telling you what our specially, de- like, cock, like, designed cock. drink is. You said cock. She said cock. She said cock. Um, tonight, we're just going with our standard. It's Elena's favorite. Yes. It's whipped vodka and diet Sprite. You don't have to drink diet if you don't drink diet, but that's my go-to. It is simple drink. Um, we're keeping it simple well, because... Well, it's your birthday, so... It's my birthday, so this is my drink. This is what Elena dives into. Uh, on a deep spiritual level? On a... I, we just connect. 100 100 percent. Do I need to call the therapist? <laughs> so anyway, so I agree. Um, I agree that the Molly Brown house, y'all. I think that a you million know, percent, it's worth going. Okay. So also, this is something we haven't discussed before. So again, completely organic. Molly's not at that house really. That no, she's not connected to I the house. Helen, she doesn't. I felt her daughter. I don't know who I felt. I, I felt feel like I felt her daughter more than her. I also feel like I felt a servant that lived upstairs. I would say servant. Yeah. I would say that Molly feels no real attachment to that house. Not that she doesn't visit visit it. She right. will when there's when there's someone worth visiting for, so which can, is how I felt in the dining room. Right. I so, felt she was worth greeting herself for, but she had that house is it is completely um superficial to her yeah so i was gonna say can my can my psychic ability come out a little bit so i feel like um that that house to her was money didn't really matter to her right money was a a tool that she used to better the lives of all of us Mm -hmm. all, all of us that are women and to educate herself educate those around her that you know she she cared about i do feel like she had a big heart she was also a, a no, no, take no Gus kind of lady, if you will. But she did not have a good relationship with JJ. Do oh, you? Hold on. Interesting. Hold on. I, I don't feel like she did. You guys were not here for this either. Because again, Elena and Annabelle went to the restroom when the tour went to the Molly Brown house because we had already gone there earlier. I went with the group just to make sure that if they did move on, I knew where they were at and I could tell them where to go. But her and JJ separated. Oh. Oh. He moved back to New York, which is where he's from. 
and she stayed in that house. She got the house. She stayed there. I think he said she moved out of there too, and that's when she went on her extravagant tour against Europe and all that stuff. Interesting. No, I didn't know that. But we did not know any of that when we went to the Molly Brown house. No. Uh, for, the, for the Molly Brown house tour. For the tour, yeah. But for the Denver ghost tour, that's when we learned that. And you done. guys weren't here for that. Interesting. Yeah. So I was going to say, she um, kind of felt like JJ was like an arrogant asshole and a cheater. No way. Your eyes are bulging out of your head right now. I got your chills. What is is up? Chills. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Literal goosebumps right now. Okay? So, he did not like being a socialite, which she did, because she liked having parties to create awareness over the social things that she was a part of. Right, right. Suffrage and things. Right. He would hang out in the basement all the time, smoking his cigars, wanted nothing to do with it. Y'all. Did he tell you that in the ghost tour part? He told that okay. during the ghost because tour Because we were part. there earlier in the day before, prior, prior to ghost tour. Elaine and I were not there during ghost tour. We said that a hundred times already. Yeah. When we were in the we basement. We were drinking whiskey and coke. When we went in the basement. Yeah, yeah you were. You were getting toasted. Do you, when we went in the basement. Do you remember me asking, I wonder what they did down here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I smelt cigar smoke. He said in the tour that I people, got chill bumps. He said in the tour when you guys weren't there, he was like people filled JJ Spirit downstairs smoking the cigars. Y'all, chills. And I remember, just... we haven't said this on the podcast yet, but I got here's the thing, you guys. I don't get feelings. I'm the one that never wanted to do this shit in the first place. <laughs> I'm the skeptic. I like to go around because I like the history of it all. That's what really got me into all of this but today she was really in tune with her feelings today i was was, which was weird but when we walked past the doors to go down to the basement and you guys started going up the stairs you guys noticed that i didn't go up with you immediately I, i had a feeling to take pictures a whole bunch of pictures in a row of the basement stairs. Yeah, and I saw you do that. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 I don't know why. I just had a feeling. And I got an orb of something going down the stairs. So, the, I, oh I will God. say, there, like I said, there's two rooms. This that is really when felt... we have to insert pictures. Yes. Yeah. So, if you join our podcast group, our Facebook group, which is called Roasted, comma. No. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hold on. It's, she's, she's a little toasted. It's, it's, yeah. it's Ghosted, comma, Roasted, comma toasted podcast group um we're going to post pictures from our tour today yeah. we'll try to label what part of the podcast that it's in so you know which ref- like we're to reference to um so she's going to post the orbs that she she caught and you, it's clear i mean at first when she started swimming, i was like well ah! and i was like oh my gosh it is absolutely going down the stairs absolutely. and it's like it's a bright little bulb and the, and, I, and i said the only two rooms that i really felt like a huge presence in was the dining room and helen's room and i think that was because i connected with Molly in the dining room. Yeah. I, I just felt very, I would absolutely welcome you to this, day, this, this diner table, like right. the dining room table, um, to be a part of my group with. And then Helen's, I think, was a lot to do with Charlotte. But I did feel going, like, passing that downstairs. The only thing I really felt very, like, significant was a masculine. I just felt very masculine. It's a ma- it's, it's a man's territory yeah. is really kind of what I thought. Not like I wasn't welcome. I was okay to go down there, but it wasn't really for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I there wasn't any, anything I'd find in common with that area. Right. And sure enough, when we went down to that area, which was what was now the, the natural resource area, natural museum part, natural history museum part, 
Did I not immediately? It was like, eh, it's not for us. And I walked out. Yeah. No, you weren't interested at all. I was. And, yeah. and it was really interesting that, that that was his man cave. That was his mm-hmm. hideaway. Um, to get away from the too. socialite area. And I'm not a socialite. I'm not a, I mean, I'm a pretty independent, strong, opinionated woman. I'm going to test your, your theories, right. you know? Uh, I'm going to make you question things that you thought you've always believed as in, in, in a woman or in society. And, yeah. uh, and I'm going to do it in a very, like, civil discourse way. But... Yeah. Non-confrontational, right? But... And it, and, it, and it didn't feel unwelcome, just not welcomed, and in, in, in a weird way, you right. know. It was like, I get you, I respect you, I understand you, I don't want to talk about it, right. you know. And then that's why I was like, nah, not for us. We got to go. All right. So, uh, on a scale of one to five, Molly Brown House, I'm gonna give it a five. <sighs> I wouldn't give it a five. I, it depends on what you're giving it. Haunting, if we're talking about oh, ghosted. not on haunting. Two. I think just, I give it a two just because there were certain rooms, there were certain things that were important to Molly, I feel like, and that was resonated. Um, architecture, absolutely. I think it's a, as a, a four. Yeah, uh, if, you're, if you're going for a it's haunted. gorgeous. If you're going for haunted, I'm, I'm definitely a two. But I think just the overall experience. Mm. And but here's why, though. I'm older than you guys are right out. I'm 50 this year. Not that I was around back then, but the women's suffrage, her, her, her demeanor, her character in life, the things that she accomplished. But we're not rating Molly. I understand that. I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I love the architecture of the house. There were some things there. You connected. I connected. Even Ashley connected, which was odd. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I would give it. Uh, that's why I would give it if a five, just in, overall. If you're in Denver, and especially if you're a woman, and you want something to do, then yes, you should do the Molly Brown House. As a haunted thing to do, if you've got time to do it, do it. I would rate it I would rate it a three. Okay. I A solid three. A solid <laughs> three stars. If you've ever watched Titanic, and you enjoy it even the least bit, and you enjoyed Molly Brown's character... Go ahead and know that Titanic does not do her justice. No. Although they don't make her seem ignorant, they do make her seem disliked. And honestly, what a woman. Yeah. She was a woman ahead of her time. I mean, you're talking about the early 1900s when women didn't have any rights whatsoever and she basically would tell everybody to fuck off. Like, mm-hmm. this is wrong. She had no she, fears. No fears. I love, there was a picture of her. It was like they were giving her an award or something. Something like and that. And she was just kind of like rolling her eyes and looking at him like, yeah, a bunch of men are handing me this. That's and like, look, I'm not a feminist, guys. Y'all know that about me, right? Like, I'm, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I would fight for our, our rights as women absolutely a hundred million gazillion percent. But I'm not, you know, a burn your bra kind of gal. But there were women like Molly that did those things for us, right, to be able to be where we are. And I just the look on her face. I just think I would I love her so much well, in person, like, you know. It's just, it's just a really fascinating part yeah. of her history. Yeah. You know, so Molly Brown, six out of five. Yeah. Like, yeah, amazing fucking woman. Yeah, yeah. Ghost related, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give the house. A two, two point two out of five. I believe. Yeah, I agree. With right, that. because there wasn't a lot. I didn't feel a lot of energy. I felt a lot of passion, but not a lot of energy. Right. Yeah. So it was like important things happen in this house, yeah. and, I, and maybe because I'm a woman, I felt that. Can I? Can I? No, I need to finish my review. So, <laughs> All right. No, shut the fuck well, up. God. Let her finish. Um, architecture five out of five. You're not going to find the, the decor that you found in that house anywhere else. It's it's fantastic. Touring. 
in terms of a tour, one out of five. The the audio tour was horrific. It was boring. It was dull. It was monotone. And the really cheesy, what's something you're passionate about in mm. each room? And we turned it off. We just found our own history yeah. walking around the house. Uh, that's 100% because of COVID. Drink. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I didn't even realize I was doing it. So next we come up to the Patterson Inn. Uh, the Patterson Inn was first known as the Croke Patterson or the Croke Patterson Campbell Mansion, depending on which Denver local you talk to. It was built in 1890 out of sandstone and the home contained a total of 10 bedrooms and nine bathrooms at completion. I don't know about you, but I'd like to have a home that had <laughs> 10 bedrooms and nine bathrooms. I just need somebody else to come and clean it for me because God knows I'm not going to. <laughs> At the time, uh, the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Denver was dubbed Billionaire's Row because it was prime location, prime land, right next to the Colorado State House. It's where everybody wanted to be, so it ended up being a very expensive part of Denver to live in. Many homes would be constructed throughout the last decade of the 19th century. The home was originally built for Thomas Croke who was the son of an Irish immigrant who later built a department store business from the ground up, making all of his money. After making enough money, he decided to purchase land in the Capitol Hill area to build a home for him and his family. Croke decided to build a home based on a 16th century French castle. However, in a bizarre turn of events, Croke decided to sell the home six months after living in it. He had moved in shortly after his wife's passing, but the death of his mother made Croke assume that the home that he wanted to live in so desperately was somehow cursed. Eventually, Thomas Croke sold the home to Thomas Patterson. Uh, apparently, guys named Thomas just have a thing for this house. Patterson, um, he was a known journalist who later became a prominent attorney and politician. Patterson wanted a home that symbolized his success, and back then, the bigger the home, the more grand the home, where the home's located, the things you have in the home. This helps people understand your power, how much money you had, the influence you had. So it was a big deal to have a big home to show off your status, especially on Millionaire's Row in Denver. So this newly constructed mansion became that home for Patterson. Once Croke handed ownership over to Patterson, he began making it the home for his family that he was devoted to. In fact, Patterson's daughter would later assume ownership of the home after her father's passing. She was married to Richard Campbell, hence the inclusion of the Campbell name earlier, the Croke Patterson Campbell Mansion. The mansion was sold and later converted into a radio station for a short time, before it was changed to an apartment building sometime later. Now, obviously, it's an inn. Uh, you can stay and rent a room there, and as of when this podcast was recorded, uh, you can stay the night, and I believe the room rate is around $250 to $350-ish a night, but don't quote me. So the stories and apparent hauntings of the mansion can be dated all the way back to when Croak sold the home. It was said that Croke may have sold the home so quickly after living in it so shortly 
due to the death of his wife and his mother just being in a span of a couple of years. Some say that Croakhead consistently felt feelings of unease while being inside the home. Now remember, Croak's wife never got to live in the home. Unfortunately, she passed before they could move in, but she knew that her husband was building this home for her and their family. So I think that she followed him to this house. She loved him so much, so she naturally fell in love with this house that he built for her, and therefore she just never left. Uh, other people who have visited the house in the past have witnessing the movement and mysterious figures and even the spirit of a woman who was apparently helping a pregnant woman, and we believe that that spirit may be Patterson's wife. There have also been some that have heard the phantom sounds of dogs barking upstairs. However, when they go up there, there's no dogs to be found. What is known is that during one of the times when the house was vacant, Neighbors were mentioning that they saw figures in the windows. They saw items had been moved around when they looked through the windows. So therefore, the logical thought is that there's squatters. Naturally, since there's not any home surveillance systems back then because they don't exist, the property owners got two Doberman dogs to guard the house. One night, the two Doberman dogs were trapped in a room inside the house and there's no apparent reason why they were confined but something spooked the dogs and they actually jumped out of one of the windows on the second floor and they fell to their their deaths. So that's why you probably hear the dogs barking. Some have even said that they've sighted what they believe is the ghost of Tom Patterson himself and Tom Patterson actually died in the mansion in the 1920s. Over time, there have been rumors of phantom sounds and other spirits that may have taken residence inside the home. Now remember, it was a radio station at one time, it was apartment property at one time, so there's a lot of people that have lived in this house or have been in this house or have a connection to it in some form or fashion. One paranormal expert said that there has been a story that a baby could be heard crying downstairs in the basement. Some have said that there has been a phantom noise of hysterical crying also coming from the basement. Word is that a child may have died in the home and the mother was just so visibly distraught that she buried the child somewhere in the basement without having anyone know what might have happened. But how the baby died is completely unclear. a ghost tour in town right it was so fun what do you guys think i really had a good time ashley had a good time because it was really pg it was really pg right okay it was pg but to be fair it was a family tour correct and when i was looking online first off there weren't a lot of tours options available because of covid right that's true but even the ones that i did there was one that was a um bar hopping one but they really didn't go anywhere i think they had only had two or three hello places did you to forget to. the toasted part of our show yes no i didn't forget <laughs> the toasted part but they only went to two or three locations oh. where on this one we went to a bunch of places wait this one was a little i felt I like didn't we went to like a me. really numbered amount of paint like right. we went to four me too we went to the first place and then i only remember the croak uh patterson house right and then one after that and then the and the Molly Brown, Molly Brown house. Right? 
Yeah. It went to it. six places. Uh, tell me what the other two is. So, okay. So okay. that, wait, wait, wait. So that just tells you that if we already forgot, it was not a memorable experience. So, okay, so can we just do a quick one to five? Scale of one to five. Solid three stars. <laughs> okay, you're going to shut up with that solid three stars shit. Hey, audience, let me tell you something. You cannot even believe the story behind that, and we will get to that in one of our upcoming episodes. Um, you don't want to miss that one, I'm, I promise you. So I'm going to say that I, on a scale of one to five, five being the most, one being the least, I'm going to give it like a two and a half. Two and a half? Yes. No. Okay, I... Mm. This is really hard as our first episode. She's gonna do solid three stars. I'm gonna this okay. Bitch. To be fair, right? Okay. To be fair, this is our first episode because it's the first time we're together, deciding to do the podcast. So it's very um, out of order, right? We're gonna go back in time and the, and the things that we have experienced. However, this is the first one we're together, so we're doing it now. Right. And I really am gonna give it a three stars, not out of sarcasm, which you'll understand that whole reference very soon. But. I will give it a three stars because our tour guide was good. Mm-hmm. He was not theatrical. No, that's right. It was very honest in history. There was evidence that supported it. Yeah. But I think it's really hard to top New Orleans. Yeah. Because there's that deep, rich, dark history that's just... In the air. Yeah, it's just fuckery yeah. most foul, you yeah. know? Yeah, And so it just it didn't spark my interest. Honestly, I found myself... A bit bored. I would get lost in my thoughts yeah. more than I was interested in the conversation. Yeah. And because there was so little amount of information <clears throat> in places that we went to, uh, I don't know. I just I just was kind of left disappointed in, in, in the end of it. There's nothing really that came out of our experience today in Denver, Colorado that left me questioning... Um, well, kind of our already beliefs, right? No, we did have no, some things happen. That. It we did have just, some things happen. It's we just have, boring yeah. history. I and li- listen. I, I live think... in Idaho. I love the best. I absolutely do. There's something that's just completely authentic about the western side of the United States. However, y'all's history is boring. Like <laughs> what? So this is editing Elena right now, and uh, Ash and Annabelle and I have been going at it for like the last two weeks on whether I should keep that clip in or take it out. Here's the thing. <laughs> you are more than welcome to change my mind that the Western history is not, in fact, kind of dull. So if you can come at me and change my mind, I am open to that possibility, okay? It's it's not personal. Don't take it personal, okay? It's just my own personal opinion, and, uh, and I'm open to, to change that. Okay? All right. Uh, and back to the show. You're going to run I, over. Hold, okay. okay. Hold on. Hold There's on. just not a lot of excitement in pioneers. You know what I mean? I'm true. Not true. Disagree. I'm going to agree with Elena on this aspect and hear me out. Because the eastern seaboard has rich history because it's old we've got salem the witch trials we've got i get that however what do you want to go back to ireland in 1100 a.d and yes i do yes i do yes let's go to ireland back on topic real quick okay so so denver let's do let's do denver okay Okay. it's my turn to to rate this oh go ahead it's my turn to rate this okay no one cares about our opinion apparently right just ashley's i think that it's unfair to say that because their history is boring, it makes the tour a lower rating. Okay, you're right. The tour guide, f- 
Five out of five. He was great. He Jeff was, was professional. Fantastic. Five was out it five. Jeff? Oh, yeah, because I, I kept thinking, disagree. my name is Jeff. <laughs> I, I disagree because we've had tour guides in the past, like Holly from, from New Orleans, right? Oh, she was fantastic. And okay. she wasn't theatrical. She was just so enthralled. And then the lady that we had um, in Portland when we did the Shanghai Tunnels. She I think, was so good, right? I think with tour guides, with ghost hunting, is, or not ghost hunting, but ghost tours, tours, is that you can tell the people who are reading from a, a memorized script right and someone who's really passionate about the history and Jeff was reading from a memorized script yeah. you know yeah yeah I agree not not that he wasn't passionate but that it's very routine for I him. think once we got into the one-on-one -on -one conversation with him I saw he him was way live. more passionate right he livened up and and he was you could tell that he he knew things he just wasn't maybe even saying on the tour right to be fair I think the tour for being an hour long for it being a walking tour, you walk a mile. We went to six different places. I think it was six different places. There was a lot of information to pack in that short amount of time. Yeah. And I think he did a good job trying to cram as much stuff in as he could okay. in that time. But I agree. I feel like there was some detail that was like left out. For example, you guys went around because you guys had to pee. Yes. Because y'all were a little toasted. And you know what? Well, I mean, One we of are ghosts roasted and... That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. But at the Molly Brown house, like there could have been a little bit more. He didn't go into detail about Molly and like the aspect of like she was a huge pioneer for women's rights. And maybe yeah. that's me because I'm all no, about I'm, it. I'm, no, all about. Okay, also, uh, three point okay. five. I give this tour three point five stars. By the way. Oh, good. Okay. So listen, we're not far off. We're me in the middle. It's a solid three stars. How funny for our first podcast. Jeez, it's a solid three stars. Here's my thing with today's right. Ashley and Annabelle, uh, they don't like a lot of movement. Okay. <laughs> Do you mean we're lazy? We don't like to walk. I would hardly believe She's that was wrong. a mile walk. She's not wrong. He said um, it was a mile. Okay, uh, he said it was a mile. Okay, you hike like 120 miles every summer. In okay. mountains. Right. I take we five feet for the day and I'm exhausted. city. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. I'm not just trying to like straight up call y'all fat asses out here on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. What I'm trying to say one. was that in a mile walk, one. now granted, you can't guarantee every house is haunted, but we did that or less in New Orleans and spring and Houston, That's and true. we had way more places to stop at, more information, so, so more history. So I think I, he focused on one house in particular, which we'll get to. Yeah, and I got pictures. Went for 30 minutes out of the hour-long tour. Mm -hmm. Half of it was focused mm -hmm. on one house, and now that house has a lot of activity, and that's fantastic. But how much more could we have gotten on the tour had he hit the key points and moved on to the next? Right, so to be fair, I did give him a 2.5. I'm going to go up to 2.75. And here's you why. don't get wait. to shift the average. You just wait. You just wait. Here's why. Here's why. Because I think you're right. I think that there's probably a lot more history in that area that they just don't know yet. They just don't maybe have the historical There's documents. no way. I, you know, I mean, I don't know what we paid. Ashley paid for it. We don't have to say. But um, I just think that we've had better in, like you said, better in, in the short amount of time. Right. Right. I know what to do Now, I haven't said that. I have something to show you, girl. Okay, so do you remember when we were at the... Do you have a picture? Hold on. Do you remember the story that he told about um, there was something horrible that happened? And if you're a PETA uh, member or uh, a huge animal, right, it's a horrible this is story. This going to hit you pretty hard. Yeah, it's going to hit you pretty hard. So, 
Um, when they when the house was under construction, this is what was the Peterson house? The oh, Peterson house. Okay. No, Patterson. 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 Sorry, 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 Patterson. So uh, when it was under construction in the 70s, they were having some issues with, uh, they thought, vandalism and things like that. So they, they um, gated off the whole property, right, and they put two Dobermans that they let run around the property. Am I going to be disturbed by this picture? Um, so just hold Did on. Did you get a picture? So just hold on. So those dogs, Prepared if you remember... Were found you, baby. because the window was broken in the turret window upstairs on yeah. the second floor, yeah. and they were found dead on the ground, right? But because they said they jumped out the window. Okay, so I'm, I have some pictures here. It wasn't this window, what, though. Yes, it was. What does that look like? Okay, that's picture number one. Okay. Do you see the shadow? I see it. Every picture I have, sorry, of that, in every angle that oh. I have, it's the same shadow. It is. The shadow of a dog sitting in the window. Every angle, every picture. Do you see it? I mean, I see a shadow for sure. That's very weird because. But there's angle. nothing up there to I give that. I wouldn't say it looks like a dog. Oh, I definitely see a dog. I would see more of a pile of laundry. No, I, I might be wrong. I thought it was a different window that he said that the dog. No, he did say no. it was that window for no, sure. He, yeah, but it doesn't absolutely. look like a dog. But it is a very weird. Shadow again, every picture from every right, angle. and it's, it's the exact weird. same shadow. It's the yeah. exact same, and there's no way because that's curtains, windows. There's there's different materials there, um, that it wouldn't give you know it would change, right? So, anyway, that was that was what I got there, and I thought it was pretty. It creeped me out, and y'all y'all know I'm pretty sensitive, but, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty. I mean, every angle. If you guys want to check out the photo that we're speaking about or any of the videos and photos that we do talk about in this podcast, you can look us up on Facebook at Ghosted, Roasted, and Toasted Podcast Group. When we were at the Croke Patterson house, we were kind of standing at the far corner. Well, actually, when we were walking up to the house, in my weird, messed up, mystical brain, I heard and saw that there was a girl in the basement that was dead. Right, that had been buried in the basement. My voice literally said to me, "There's a dead girl buried in the basement," and it went away because he's talking, and I'm, you know, I hear all these weird things all the time anyway. And he never said that to us in the tour until later on. <clears throat> the other thing was that as we were standing there at that corner, kind of where those bushes were in the corner, I kept seeing this image of a of a lady in a white dress kind of flash in front of me, and it was it was literally like a flash. You could kind of see through her, and I assumed she was waiting on someone. It felt like she was waiting on someone to, to pick her up. I, I'm not sure who she was, but the name Madeline came through to me. I asked him a few questions about, you know, was there a marriage there? I think Kate, was it Kate's daughter kind of thing or something? And he said, no, he didn't think so. But at the end of the tour, when we were talking to him, he said, well, there's this other woman that a lot of people see, but we don't really know who she is. And we think that her name starts with an M. And immediately... Yep. I said, Madeline or Maddie. I think she may have went by Maddie. You know, anyway, it's just, just crazy. And he said Mag, and he said, he said, he said Maggie. Maggie, and I said, no, I like think it's... at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because y'all were standing there, right? So yeah. y'all heard all that. So overall, I do think it was a... I think it's worth the tour. I know I didn't give it the best rating, but I do feel like it was was overall I, th I thought it was pretty good we stopped at some of the other you know houses and whatnot Crystalina and I had to run to the pub to uh, <laughs> use the the ladies room but 
I thought overall it was it was okay. Not not the best. I'm super stoked though for and I don't know if I should have told him or not. Totally attached to him. Yes, I was just gonna mm -hmm. say that that there was something attached to him, and you saw it. So what's weird is that he was talking about a certain park that was um, redone, and over that park was about three thousand bodies that had been buried. They removed about a thousand of them, so about two thousand had left, and. And as he's talking, and I, I don't see stuff often, very often. Right. I, I feel people's... I think you feel energy, right? I don't know. Right? I'm, I'm really confused on if I'm what I'm feeling with people is really their energy, energy. Or what I'm experiencing is body language, right? I'm very good at body language. I can tell when someone is immediately upset or uncomfortable or... Or even just sad, the whole range, you know? Right. So, when we get to the last spot, which is where he's wrapping up the entire ghost tour, it was probably the first time since I was 13 that I just saw that we're in front of, the, it wasn't the Capitol. Yeah, building. it is the Capitol. Is it, is yeah, it Capitol? yeah, yeah. It's a gorgeous building. Yeah. And they're, all the, the lights are on still in the offices for whatever and reason. That was strange, right? And I see him, I see something. It's 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 not like it really manifests, but it's really more like a presence is being right. provoked in my I don't know, third eye, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're in the window. They see him. They're almost excited that he's there, right? And it's it's like it's like a photo reel, right? Where it's like you're not seeing the actual fluid movements, but it's like step by step. And I see it come from that building out into the, the grass area and then right behind him and it's very egotistical so it made it seem like it was this bigger figure than it physically was you're not man enough is how the yeah is it, it's how the perception i got from it was right? right if i wanted to take you i could take you on so the feeling that i got so i almost kind of saw a shadow and when you said because you said it to me right and it wasn't human-ish in form but exactly what you just said that kind of ego smirky like he was pulling puppet strings mm -hmm. almost start standing behind him yep. is the feeling that I got well I, I wouldn't say pulling puppet strings well kind of I guess in the sense that I could control if I wanted yes, to control you exactly. I'm just not interested in controlling right. you right um, but I could if I wanted to yep. right like yep. that like I'm on and off yep. and there was a point and I got really freaked out because I leaned over to my mom and I said it's right behind him, isn't it? And that's all I said. And she looked at me and she said, mm-hmm. And I said, yep. And then I and then I, I sat back for a second and I felt it shift its entire attention. Yep. And, and as I'm saying to my mom, I don't know if you noticed, there was a point where he got uncomfortable and he kind of shifted on his feet. That's when I was talking to my mom. Did you mm -hmm. notice that, Ashley? Mm -hmm. He got, he went from, in the whole tour, he was very confident and he got very unsure about what he was saying. Yep. And he kind of shifted for a second and I said, that's interesting. And as he was shifting, it was almost like I could feel the energy turn towards me and my mom. And I said, it just lost his attention. He just lost its, its attention. attention. And I said, I'm not sure if it's exactly focused on us, but it no longer is interested in him. And she said, yep. Um, he, he, he likes to be in charge. And we, we were almost seeing and feeling the exact same thing at the exact same time Ashley was very enthralled in the conversation mm -hmm. uh, that he was giving which was great information but you and I were on the spiritual I couldn't hear what you guys were plane. saying 
Yeah, and, and seeing that. So overall, I think I think so far Denver's been great. Uh, I, I don't have a, any really huge complaints. I think that we've been... Yep, so, you know, we like to always come away with some sort of saying from each of our trips. Can we just... Can, can we just say that this trip's going to be... Poof. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, it's Elena, and that just about wraps up our last episode. Make sure that you check out our Facebook group where we post videos, outtakes, and paranormal photos. And that, my friends, was a solid three-star shit show. Cheers, Cheers to, to that. that.